Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. During our careers, we were always reading the latest and greatest books on leadership, employee engagement, and personal growth. Yeah, you know, um, remember books like Good to Great by Jim Collins, uh, starting with Why, and Leaders Eat Last, was yeah, that Simon, Simon Sinek? Sinek? Yeah, love those um, books. And really anything by John Maxwell, we both read and, and devoured. And then my personal favorite was a book by a woman named Susan Scott. It was called Fierce Conversations, which is a book I think everyone should read. And when we first met, and over the past 15 years, we've been avid business book readers and self-help readers. Not only reading ourselves, but sharing them with others and buying them for family and friends. And we get a lot of joy out of that. We do. And when we started looking for books on retirement, most of what we found were books on financial planning. And that wasn't what we were looking for. What we were looking for was the retirement roadmap book, what we could do to live a fulfilling retirement. And we couldn't find it. And we still can't find it. And I will tell you that it hasn't been written yet because we're going to write it soon. Oh, boy. So that book is coming out soon. I'd, Stay tuned for that. I better add that to the list. Yeah, but we have not found the book yet. <laughs> but we did find some, some really great books, and we're going to share five of them with you today. So let's jump right in. What's the first one? First book. Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. This was a no-brainer for us. Probably one of the best tools for any marriage and relationship all of our kids have it, all of our friends have it. This book gave me a better understanding of what Jody really needed from me in the way of love. And it's interesting, as I read this book, I realized in the beginning of our relationship, I wasn't really showing my love to Mark in the way in which he could receive it. And this book covers the actual five love languages that each people in the relationship, each huh, person yeah. in the relationship have. So let's, let's explain the five languages. So the first one is words of affirmation. So these are verbal compliments, words of appreciation and kindness. I love you, you look great today, whatever it is. That is some people's love language and they need that from their partner. And the second is quality time, giving someone your undivided attention with no phones, really listening, holding back interruptions, and doing something fun together. And this is our combined number one love language so it's easy for us to do the right thing because we know that but you don't have to be a match with your partner you just don't kind of throwing you don't that out there. but we both right. love quality time yeah. which works out great the third one is receiving gifts 
These are visual symbols of love, like a um, wedding ring or something I might find, like a seashell shaped like a heart, and I'll give it to Jody, or buy jewelry or something, you know, a handwritten card. But receiving gifts is a love language that you need to be aware of. If that's your partner's, you need to get them gifts. And if it's not their language, you know, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Well, I it's don't know. it's actually not my language. I not know. that we're getting into that, but receiving gifts is right. not really mine. I like to give them. I don't like to receive them. Anyway, acts of service is the fourth, and that's doing things you know your spouse would like you to do. You're seeking to please him or her by doing something that you know they want they want you to do and the fifth and last language is physical touch and it's not just like that although i like doing that mm -hmm. but <laughs> research shows that babies who are held stroked and kissed they're going to develop a healthier emotional life than those who are left alone for long periods yeah so in adult life it's really holding hands kissing embracing sexual intercourse and all the ways that you loved your partner with physical touch you know pick up this book read it together there's an online assessment and see how you can change and how you and your partner can really find your love languages together great book read that first what's the next one? Oh, i love this book i love adam grant think again by adam grant uh the subtitle says it all the power of knowing what you don't know. I think I read this last summer, and I think, where is that book? I couldn't put it down. There are more turned pages in this book than any book that I've ever read. I think your highlighter and ran out of ink. Probably, but he details the science behind changing your mindset and also persuading others to change theirs. It's fascinating. You know, he advocates for lifelong curiosity which leads to long life learning you know it's interesting he pushes you to find joy in being wrong and that's something as an adult that's counterintuitive right in summary grant is really leading us to let go of views that are no longer serving us as we age and embrace what he calls mental flexibility humility curiosity and really being foolish as opposed to being consistent. Yeah, letting go of those beliefs that, I, I love what you said earlier, um, letting go of the beliefs that don't serve us anymore. Right. You know, we... That's a that big thing for retirement. It is a big thing. Right. You're stuck in your old ways and you're not going to change, but letting go of those beliefs that don't serve you anymore is really, really important. It's I a had great a, book. I had an opportunity to be introduced to Adam Grant when I uh, went to Penn for Applied Positive oh, Psychology. That's right. And he has great blogs, great podcasts, and I'm a big fan. All right. This next book is probably my uh, favorite. It is your favorite. It's not your favorite. Not my favorite. It's my favorite. Your favorite. But The Second Mountain by David Brooks. What is the, um, the quest for a moral life? So in my opinion, this is a go-to book for anyone who's in a bad place in their career, you could be 30 or 40 years old, not sure really what you want to do going forward, or someone who's entering retirement and looking to find that one last thing to do in this third phase of life. This really helped me launch what we're doing now together with Retirement Transformed. And while you loved it, I liked it. Um, you know, it's a book that challenges that age old question of what's the secret to living a joyful, meaningful, and fulfilling life. And I liked that part of the book. I found his writing style to be a little challenging for me. It is, it is, and he talks about his writing style. But the, the book talks about the two mountains. Now, the first mountain could be your career. Mine was 38 years long. And then he details the valley. 
Now, the valley can be any number of things. You get laid off, you lose interest in your job, which is what happened to me, or you suffer an illness or a loss of a loved one. It puts you down in a valley. And really, the key is to find that second mountain so that you're not in the valley for the rest of your life. So we think this this is a good book, it a is. good place to start. Mark loved it. I liked it. Yeah. The next book actually ties in with this one a little bit. That's right. This is called The Way of Transition by William Bridges. And we read this last year, and we've done, I think we did a book club on we it. Did. I think we've done, I'm not sure if we did a YouTube We've given on it. it to a lot we've of given people. given it to a lot of people. It's actually a very good book. But this is great for anyone entering any life transition. And we've all been through hundreds of life transitions. Some of them, they'll get a, give us a lot of support, you know, moving from one grade to another in school or getting married or having kids. But this idea of entering retirement, there's not a lot of support. But he describes the three phases of a transition. And the first one is the ending, which is letting go of your old situation or being separated from it. For instance, it could be your career. That's right. But and, there's always an ending. And a lot of clients that we coach, that's <clears throat> what they have a hard time with. Even, And that's just the first My phase. My dad never let go. He was the guy that always says, I used to do this, I used to do that. He never moved through this process at I all. said that in one of our YouTubes, and somebody said, what's a used to? Yeah. That's what it is, you used to. Anyway, the second phase is the neutral zone. And this is a really difficult phase to be in. So once you let go... This neutral zone is confusing. You know, it's often strange and empty. You know, there's kind of a nowhere in between feeling. It's a gap between, you know, one part of your life to the next. You know, it's normal in this phase to feel helpless, scared, or even having remorse about the change or the letting go. And we find as people enter retirement, they spend quite a bit of time. You spent quite a bit of time in the neutral zone. Well, it's funny because when I read this book, it was five years after I sold my company. Now, when I sold my company, that was a transition that took place over a weekend. I immediately had to change my identity, but it wasn't that easy. It just, it was forced on me, let's say. Right. Name of our company changed, my role in the company changed, everything changed. And for the next five years, I stayed on working for the new company. And it wasn't until I left and entered retirement that when I read this book, I realized and it validated for me right. the past five years I was in this neutral zone. Right. And when we started to build this company and start fresh with the last phase, which is a new beginning, all of a sudden I started to get clarity and felt better. And like I said, it validated how I felt. That's right. And the new beginning is really a launching forward. You know, it's a it's a new situation. You know, we found that understanding these three concepts was critical to us building Retirement Transformed. Yeah, this is a great book. It I is. definitely recommend. You, That's a double thumbs up. On I would one. pick this up for sure and give it a shot. And the last book that we wanted to recommend today is Wisdom at Work, The Making of a Modern Elder by Chip Conley. Now, this also inspired us to start this company, didn't it? It did. Really, when we read it, it really gave us a little bit of a kickstart. We had an opportunity to do a Zoom call with Chip, and at the age of 52, after selling his hotel company that he had founded and ran as a CEO for 24 years, he was looking at an open horizon in midlife. 
And there's this fabulous story in there that he banged around for a couple of years and then a private equity guy said, hey, I want you to meet these two 25-year-old techies in San Francisco. They're starting an online business where people can rent the rooms in their house or their houses to anyone else around the world. And Chip said, there's no way something like this is going to work. It's, it's just not the way the hotel business is set up to be. But he finally met and after a few meetings, he agreed to help these two young 25-year-old startups build Airbnb. And it's a fabulous story of him being a modern elder, 54 years old right. with this pair of 25s, interacting with each other. It's fascinating. And really, the book chronicles his journal journey, which is fascinating. You know, it, he ignites different conversations about ageism in the workplace and you know, we really recommend you read this book. It's a, it's a really fun book to read. Now, these five books are certainly going to help you on this journey and through this third phase of life. And hopefully you've enjoyed this. And if you have enjoyed this, please share it with your friends. And also, please subscribe by clicking the subscribe button below. And finally, join our free Facebook group. The link is in the notes below. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to being with you again. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening.